Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, New Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. We got a lot to get into here today on the program. It is Thursday. And you know what that means? It means last night was AEW Dynamite Grand Slam Night One. What a show! What an opener! What a match with Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega. Thirty-minute draw, which is an absolutely fantastic match. Great show. Spent an hour talking about it with Lance Storm earlier on today. If you want to check that out. So yeah, a lot to get into from the Dynamite show last night. And of course, also, on top of that, we have the notes on the date that Dynamite will be moving from TNT to TBS. Obviously, on TNT, they would suffer through a lot of preemptions every year. And so they are moving Dynamite to TBS to avoid those preemptions, while Rampage will remain on TNT. So we could talk about that a little bit later on, but that, of course, is... uh that's interesting, but uh, it does make some things easier, so we'll talk about that. We also have an update on Nia Jax, update on Becky Lynch, NXT ratings. I watched that NXT show. We'll probably talk mostly about Dynamite here today, but oh my god, that NXT show. 1991 WWF Superstars of Wrestling mixed with Saturday Morning Slam or whatever it was. Bunch of big dudes. I do like... Uh, Brack, or was it Braun Breaker? Whatever his name is. Brack Breaker. It's actually would be a pretty cool name if he did a lot of backbreakers. But anyway, we'll talk about that as well. And later on in the program, Rocky Romero will be joining us to talk New Japan Pro Wrestling. So no shortage of news to talk about here today. We will open it up with Dynamite when we come back from the break, so that should be exciting. Mike Semper Vivi joins us. We'll take your text messages, 425-780-7566. Back in a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live. Michael 
Ecoban 24 protects against Staphylococcus aureus and Enterobacter aerogenes bacteria, but does not provide 24-hour protection against viruses. Every time you touch a surface, you leave behind bacteria. Use Microban 24 sanitizing spray to keep surfaces sanitized all day. Spray on hard surfaces to kill 99.9% of bacteria and viruses initially, including the virus that causes COVID-19. Microband 24 keeps killing bacteria for 24 hours, touch after touch. When used as directed, Microband 24, touch after touch, it doesn't give up. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him... It's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. COVID vaccines are not perfect, and effectiveness tends to weaken with time. Vaccinated people are still vulnerable. The flu is also projected to be widely prevalent this fall and winter. To be safe, monitor your family regularly for fever and speak with your health care provider at the first indication of fever. Protect yourself and your family with the Exergen Temporal Scanner. Exergen.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. Come on. You watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then, if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also from WrestlingObserver.com. AW Grand Slam Night 1. It's in the books, and what a show it was. Kenny Omega, 30-minute draw with Brian Danielson. We'll talk more about that in a moment, but this was one of the greatest TV matches of all time. Absolutely fantastic, absolutely fantastic match. We had MJF beating Brian Pillman Jr. via submission. We had Malachi Black defeating the hated Cody Rhodes in 11 minutes after spraying mist in his eyes. Sting and Darby Allen beat FTR 
a couple of days ago, I'm not sure what show it was because I do 50 shows, but we were talking about who could, who should win, who should do the job or whatever. Well, the winner was Sting in every conceivable way. He was the star of the match. The fans just went crazy for this guy. He's 62 years old, and he wrestles like, I mean, maybe 52. He's just the greatest, and that was... That had more heat than anything else on the show, with the exception of the opener. And then the main event was Britt Baker and Ruby Soho for the women's title. Women's championship match goes on last. And Britt beat her with the lockjaw after interference from Jamie Hayter and Rebel. And I would presume from here you could go to Ruby Soho versus Jamie Hayter, give Ruby Soho a big win, get some revenge. But that was a good match as well. So overall... Just a, a very good show. We're not going to do Rampage spoilers here, but I will say that the Friday show has Punk and Powerhouse Hobbs, Adam Cole and the Young Bucks versus Christian and Jurassic Express, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page versus Jericho and Hager, Hardy Family Office versus the Lucha Brothers, Anna Jay versus Penelope Ford, and Suzuki Goon versus John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. And... This is, uh, I, I know people are going to think this is a spoiler, but it's actually not. This does not have anything to do with the actual uh, finish who won. But suffice to say, something happened and the fans at Arthur Ashe went home very, very happy. So uh, there is that to talk about. And tune in Friday to find out more. But the other thing I want to say very quickly about, about Omega and Danielson before we go to Mike is that Brian Danielson said in interviews, and keep in mind, Brian Danielson, he loved working for WWE. He has been very public about it. He wrote a public thank you letter to WWE. He loves Vince McMahon. He thinks that Vince McMahon is a genius. And, I mean, he was there. So anyway, uh, he loved it there. But he did say in other interviews that he hasn't been a professional, a professional wrestler for a long time. And Brian Danielson had some great matches, some great matches in WWE. But Brian Danielson, when he was on the Indies before going to WWE, his his gimmick was that he was the the best in the world. And you know, prior to going to WWE, you look at the Observer Awards, and he was voted best technical wrestler. He got many votes for Wrestler of the Year, et cetera, et cetera. He went to WWE, and while he had great matches. You know, there's a there's just things about WWE. There's there's the way they shoot it. There's what they want you to do. There's what they don't want you to do. There's what they don't want you to say. There are limitations on television. There are limitations on pay-per-view. And personally, as a fan, I mean, and I think many other fans as well, I don't think if you watch wrestling from all over the world that there were necessarily years where you thought that Brian Danielson was the best wrestler in the whole world. And the reality is, a lot of that was because of where he was and what they did and did not allow him to do. His first televised match here in AEW against Kenny Omega, the first night in, he's in the conversation for the best wrestler in the entire world. So, I was pretty happy. I like this Brian Danielson guy. He's pretty good. Think he'll make it? And Kenny Omega was awesome as well, don't get me wrong. I mean, he was fantastic. They were both fantastic. But it is just amazing 
the difference in this Brian Danielson versus the Brian Danielson that we saw, the Daniel Bryan in WWE. And I even had people that said, you know, I, I was a I wasn't really a hardcore AEW fan, and I'm a diehard WWE fan, but man, I watched that match and it does hit home. The difference between a wrestler given no limitations and these wrestlers in WWE that are all given limitations. It's kind of kind of mind bending. But anyway, fantastic match. What more can I say? Hey, one of the limitations they put on themselves, which will always open up the door for there to be some sort of competition to them, is the fact that they don't really care about pro wrestling. They've never liked pro wrestling from day one. <laughs> They've never liked pro wrestling, at least as far as Vince goes. This is sports entertainment. We are so much more than what you see. And as Brian Danielson says and shows, as CM Punk said last night once again, and shows there's always going to be a place for pro wrestling. You know, that's the sad part when people take shots at amateur wrestlers and football players and stuff like that who get into pro wrestling where it's like WWE is going to take these guys. It's like, you know what? The, the sad part is a lot of those people were wrestling fans too. They just, they just go into the WWE system and then get brainwashed into believing that that's what it's supposed to be. And they don't have enough perspective but for hardcore pro wrestling fans, of which there are always going to be lots of them out there, there's always going to be a yearning and a lust to be and to see things that WWE just refuses to give you. And last night, there was a lot of that on AEW, and I thought it was a great show. You can't. It's hard to kick off a show like that and then, you know, have it go downhill, and it didn't. You know, it was mentioned yesterday, the match I was most interested in seeing and I was fired up about was FTR and Sting and Darby Allen. Brian, as a worker, I, I, to me, that was one of those matches I'm watching, and as great as it is, as great as it was for the fans, like FTR and, and Sting and, and Darby's a little different, but Sting and FTR are doing things that, like, minimal, minimal effort for maximum reaction, doing things that you don't normally see in FTR matches because they tempered it to who they were working with. It was just, I don't know, that match felt great. There was so much great little small things about that match. I loved it. And they moved everything they needed to forward. You want to see Dynamite next week. And before that, you want to see Rampage on Friday. And then you get the buzz that, that obviously no spoilers, that's coming out of Rampage. You know, again, they're hitting on all cylinders right now, in my opinion, and I think in everybody else's opinion, big star power, great matches, the show wasn't overloaded, good interviews that move things forward. The The only negative in some ways that you can say about AEW is they have an embarrassment of riches at their disposal when it comes to that roster, and not everybody's favorites or the match of the week or whatever is going to make it on there, so... It's just one of those things that if that's the biggest negative, you're you're doing okay. Well, you know about Sting. I mean, listen, I don't want to take anything away from FTR because I am never going to have another match. But, like, if Filthy and I had to have one other match, I mean, I'd go to FTR and say, pretend I'm Sting. Pretend I'm 62. <laughs> yeah. And I'd have, like, the best match of my career with these guys. But with that said, this is not the first time this has happened with Sting. Uh, the last time that he had an in-ring pay-per-view match not like an actual in-ring match not a cinematic match or whatever which was not with ftr this exact same thing happened he stole the show 
And he doesn't steal the show like Hogan steals the show. Or like it's, he's trying to make it all about him. He's just one of four guys in there. But because he's Sting, and because he knows what to do and everybody else knows what to do, like you just watch the match. And as I noted, this had this had the second best crowd reaction of anything on the show. And when it's over, you got Darby Allen in there. You have FTR in there. And when the match is over, it's like, my God, Sting's great. That's what you think yeah. when the match is over. Yeah. Which, you know, and, and hey, it's, it's all, it's all because of FTR and Darby and the other guys. But, <laughs> I mean, it's not like Sting can't do anything. No. It's amazing the amount of things that he can actually do. Genetic so anyway. wonder. Yeah, look, genetically he's great, did, did a great job. And, hey, as we go to break, I want you to think about this during the break. Brian Danielson could have been your generational rival. I get a moment of Observer Live. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get 
get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118 That's 800-493-6118 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sumbervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Brian Danielson was never going to be my generational rival, no matter what. However, what was that? Oh, yeah? Uh, there, was a, there was a time in the early 2000s when we were both in Portland wrestling on the WB together, but we were never put together in a match. And there was also another time when he got fired for choking Justin Roberts with his tie. I believe it was uh, Mikey from Black Label Pro was going to put that match together, me and Brian Danielson. Man. But then he got rehired. That's the one that got away. Uh, would that have been? At There's that actually a period? few that got away. <laughs> would that have been for the Texarkana title at that time? I don't know. TV title? That one got away. And then uh, in, in like 2007, it uh, was around when I did the first match with Larry Sweeney. We almost got a Brian Alvarez versus Marty Jannetty match. That one got away. <laughs> and uh, and believe it or not, there was a promoter in Winnipeg when Filthy and I were doing our run that was going to put together a tag match involving Kenny Omega. You could have seen me and Omega. Ah, got away. Would he have been uh, teamed with the, uh, let's say, inflatable partner that he's used in Japan? I don't know. It's probably it's possible. Filthy would have enjoyed that. I think those are the big ones that got away. I'm sure there was another one here somewhere. That, that that mixed tag with me and Miss Rentone, I think that one got away. Anyway, so the uh, TV show is moving, as everybody is well aware, but now we have a date, and that is, according to the front page of WrestlingObserver.com, official date for Dynamite moving to TBS became official Thursday, along with news that Rampage will remain on TNT. Dynamite will begin in their new U.S. broadcast home on January 5, 2022. This was first announced in Variety. Till that time, the show is going to remain on TNT in their usual day and time as expected. Outside two October NHL playoff preemptions, it will see them move to Saturday. Originally tapped for TBS as well, Rampage will now remain on TNT in the same Friday 10 p.m. Eastern time slot it currently occupies. No reason was given for the change in direction. The TBS move and the Rampage name were first rolled out in May. Four new TNT specials kicking off in 2022 were announced. You know, when they first were talking about this, it was kind of like, well, you know, it'd probably be better if everything moved because, you know, you might confuse people if one show's on TNT. But then I thought, what am I talking about? Like, Raw's on USA, SmackDown's on on Fox. No, no one's confused. I mean, you may be confused for a week, but, like, this is an intelligent audience. I'm sure they're going to find it. And the other thing is, as uh, as uh, was reported a couple of days ago by our own Andrew Zarian, it appears that there is going to be a TBS title 
and the TBS title will be the women's secondary title. I have not had this confirmed by anyone in AEW, but I will say that I have reason to believe that his report is correct based on other information. So it looks like it would be the TNT title for the men and the TBS title for the women. And originally, like when all of the shows were going to move to TBS, there were all the questions about, well, should they rename the TNT title? And the decision was made, no, it's always going to be the TNT title, even if it's on, on TBS. And now that oh, you've man. got one show on TNT and one show on TBS, it doesn't matter. Do you, do you understand that the possibilities are limitless when it comes to this for everything that Paramount owns? Can you imagine? I want to see who would the Adult Swim champion be. They ought to just put these out across every Paramount-owned network. I want a Spike TV champion. I think they're under the umbrella. The MTV champion. All of that. Especially the Adult Swim champion. To me, there are so many possibilities that you could do crossed over between AEW and Cartoon Network and Adult Swim. It's not even funny. In fact, I am stunned that it has not taken place already. But, uh, oh, by the way, uh, Filthy... Uh, who is in the chat right now, did mention that uh, he believes that Kenny Omega's partner, and this would have been an amazing match, it would have been you and him against Kenny Omega and Don Callis. Oh, you got to be kidding me. Oh, my God. Can we book that now? Please. I would actually consider coming out of with retirement a, with, with Don Callis on the other side of the ring. Lance Storm is the special guest referee to make sure everything's on the up and up. Tony! Somebody get Tony on the horn right now. Somebody tell Tony that we got ideas here. I mean, it may be true, actually. I mean, I, I, I don't remember hearing that, but, I mean, maybe maybe Filthy was told someone that I wasn't. But, anyway, Tuesday night's NXT, 740. I'm still laughing at the idea of this match. Tuesday night's NXT, 746,000 viewers on the USA Network, down 3.1% from last week. I'm laughing almost as, as much as the guy that asked if I'd had Botox. Those are the two <laughs> funniest things that I've heard over the last week. Are you serious? Yeah, I was in the Q&A on, uh, he goes, my girlfriend walked in the room and said, you look young. She believes you've had Botox. <laughs> I'm like, what? Now you got that soft filter and that soft light, right? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what it is. 746,000 viewers for NXT on Tuesday, down 3.1% from last week. Everyone's calling it a success. I mean, I guess it is. The show it was, is. the it show is. was, I mean, it's a success, but like, the show was not a success for me and I don't want to watch it anymore. And I'm going to do everything in my power to try to not have to watch it for Wednesday because it's such a nothing-happening show. A bunch of two-minute matches. There's 80 million people there. Three-quarters of them are not ready to be on national television. The interviews are just god-awful. The main event was fine. I I love, don't get me wrong, I love Braun Breaker. Like, that guy's going to be a star. And I'm actually going to say that this time because... The old NXT was hunter-picking guys, and then Vince had to figure out if he liked them or not once they went to the main roster. This crew, like, these are the ones that Vince wants on TV now. So, I mean, he he chose Braun Breaker for NXT. So it's going to be the same guy when he goes up to the main roster. So I've said it before, and I've been wrong, but this time it actually is different, okay? Dude, and if they we- screw up Braun Breaker, just like, oh, oh God. 
If they look, everybody, there's a lot of people hoping they screw up Braun Breaker so they could see him leave and be Rex Steiner somewhere else. But his he, amazing athlete and an amazing again talking about genes, he's definitely got him because I mean he was playing football till I don't know I I don't know when you know I don't know if, how long he was on the practice squad with the Ravens. I know he was a cut in camp, but I don't know if he ever came back or not. But bottom line is, is he's such a little experience, and he's got a incredible presence and knows who he is. I'm watching Braun Breaker and and, and Rich Holland, and I'm thinking. You could see this match for 10 years. You could see it for 10 to 15 years. And that's not an insult or anything like that, but it's like, like that's the best case scenario. It felt like coming out of NXT. And you're right. There's so much about that show that's, if you wanted to see something like this, you could watch 87 superstars, you know, and, and see, you know, a far better presentation of the same type of feel that they're going for. We got a bunch of text messages here. I'm going to read them in order, so don't get mad that we're not right on to dynamite here. Person says, I'm basically done watching NXT. I don't even mean that as a knock. There's just no reason to sit and watch an episode that is essentially a two hour, nine minute episode of FCW on national television. The obvious Vince mentality doesn't help either. This person says, Some people are going to be mad tomorrow when the newsletter comes out because I think Danielson is definitely getting his first ever five star or higher rating in his first ever AEW match. Well, he probably is. That tells you what star ratings mean. You know what I mean? And no, and this is not to offend Dave or anything else, but it's like, again, folks, <laughs> just throw all of that out the window. If you thought Brian Danielson has had a great match, a five-star match, that's all that really matters. This person says, yes, Brian, Sting wrestled against Men of the Year on the March pay-per-view, and he looked incredible there as well. And then again, 2.0 a few weeks ago, where he no-sold in that tremendous table spot. Yeah, he was great in that match, too. Yes. You cannot. Here's my point. I'm not taking anything away from any of his opponents, but you cannot say it's all about the opponents. And this is not, a, in a large part, Sting being awesome. He's Who do great. You think, now, do you think that they were left up to their own devices because of the people involved to be kind of agent themselves, or do you think there was heavy input? Because again, it was a great. It was, it was great all the way around, no matter how you cut it. I'm still on a high, this person says, from watching Danielson Omega multiple times in the past 18 hours. I believe it is the greatest Dynamite match to date at a top three AW match ever. Kenny Omega, Brian Danielson needs to be a legendary trilogy. Dude, the trilogy is easy. They had a 30-minute draw. The next match, you say, there's a 60-minute time limit. They go to a 60-minute draw, and then you announce the final match, no time limit, no DQ. We will have a winner. What could be boat. easier? Yeah. But the, the Having them stand there. out there and talk to each other for 20 minutes to set it up? No. No. Somebody's going to talk for 20 minutes. It better be CM Punk. God, he's great. But it, it, the, the playbook's already there. It's there for a lot of, you know, different feuds. But the, uh, Ric Flair, Ricky Steamboat, that's where this vibe is, is, is what it's kind of giving me. You know, obviously different scenarios and all that sort of stuff. But bottom line is this is the same feel and who knows it may end up we may end up with one of those when they do their clash of the champions they're they're quarterly last night's show was so packed and danielson omega was so amazing that a cm punk promo and a fabulous one at that was the cool down buffer following that match well they needed something yeah and you I don't want to go to something lame either you want to go to something good but that is not in ring and so you want it to, to be a nice thread throughout. I mean, that's the one thing that old wrestling shows, when they hummed, they, they did really well, was 
there was a weaving throughout, even if the fans didn't realize it or not, that one segment was smoothly go transitioning into another, maintaining power and taking them for a ride. And that's where AEW right now and their TV show, that's really where they're humming too. Back in a moment with Rocky Romero, New Japan and more Wrestling Observer Live. Afford gas for that big SUV. I pay less for gas than everyone else. I got the free Get Upside Gas app and get up to 25 cents a gallon cash back every time I buy gas. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're getting up to 25 cents off a gallon with the free Get Upside Gas app while I'm paying full price? You know it. People earned over a million dollars last year. You just got to take a picture of your gas receipt and bam, up to 25 cents a gallon cash back. You don't have to tell me twice. I'm downloading the free Get Upside Gas app now. Download the free Get Upside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for a 25 cent a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 50 cents a gallon on your next tank. Just download the free GetUpside app at the App Store or Google Play and use promo code CAR. Save money on gas on every fill-up. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code CAR. That's C-A-R. Visit GetUpside.com for terms. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-306-1760 That's 800-306-1760 Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the Window Replacement Hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the Window Replacement hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the window replacement hotline now. 800-685-2080. 800-685-2080. That's 800-685-2080. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Rocky Romero joining us here today back on the show. 
I should have said, is this your first time here, Rocky? But I missed some my, my Like my thousandth time. Yeah, you're practically the co-host here. I know. Get rid of Semper Vivi and put me in. Coach. Sometimes you're more useful. No offense, Mike. <laughs> All the time you're more useful. <laughs> we love you, Semper Vivi. Thank you. Got... I, can't, I can't collect workers' comp anyway or unemployment insurance, whatever it is, if he buys me. So. <laughs> oh, exposing the business. That's the yeah. Side, it's... The underbelly of, of figure four. Dude, I'm looking at this lineup of shows, and we were talking before the break. We're going to talk about – we plan to come on and talk about Autumn Attack here, but I was going through this this deal, and I'm like, how many shows do we have coming up? I mean, we obviously have all of the, the shows through the G1, but then we've got Fighting Spirit Unleashed 2021. We've got Autumn Attack. We've got another uh, showdown. We've got Road to Power Struggle in Japan. Like, there's so many shows here. And, of course, when we're talking to you, it's not even New Japan. I mean, we could talk about pretty much virtually any promotion except for uh, for WWE. But Autumn Attack is coming up, and it'll be taking place in Garland, Texas, on September 25th. Which, uh, that's in two days, everybody. So, now's your chance. Yeah, yeah two nights. We're, uh, we're in Curtis Colwell Center, curtiscolwellcenter.com for tickets. Uh, Saturday night and Sunday night. It's a hell of a lineup. It's it's a really, really crazy lineup. Minoru Suzuki be, will be there. Lance Archer. Filthy Tom Waller, friend of the show, I hear. Uh, Ryusuke Taguchi, Ishimori. We got Robbie Eagles, the junior champ, coming in. Jay White, Will Ospreay, and... Osprey, I hear, is uh, is going to be debuting a new uh, uh, a new person in in the United Empire faction. So there's all kinds of stuff. Really? It. Yeah, it's going to be a loaded loaded two days. We got a scoop here. Yeah, Will Osprey is facing Carl Fredericks. We've got Fred Rosser and Minoru Suzuki, and yes, yeah. yes, Filthy Tom Lawler. <laughs> this this is my personal. It's not just because I I know Filthy, but it's because I've also seen him work with Ren Narita. Tom Lawler and Ren Narita. Like, are we going to have, a, is the commission going to be there to make sure if this gets out of hand, like somebody can leap in there? We'll just send Suzuki down and see what happens. Well, actually, that would be a, that's a match for you right there. <laughs> right. So, yeah, that's on the show. And Taguchi and you and Taguchi, actually, against uh, Royce Isaacs and Jarrell Nelson. Another right. Buddy Wayne student. There's a lot of Buddy Wayne students here on the show, Rocky, I've noticed. There's a lot of good talent up in uh, in Washington. I was just recently there for Defy Wrestling, and it was, it was two nights uh, in uh, what is it the what's the building that they use there? Washington the, Hall. Uh, Washington Hall. Yeah. Loaded shows. That was awesome. Got to wrestle with uh, with Josh Alexander the first night, and then Clark Connors the second night. Another Buddy Wayne uh, protege. So yeah, I mean, it's 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 wrestling is back, guys. Was that the it's, show it's that uh, Buddy's son uh, wrestled on? Yes, yes. Just turned 16. It's incredible. Yes. Holy yeah, he's a, he's a heck of a talent. I used to train with him in Buddy's, Buddy's uh, his school when he was like, you know, 11. And so he was small. And I thought, man, one of these days we're just going to tear it up in a match. And all of a sudden he was 6'2". Now it's like, what <laughs> yeah. a waste. It's just not going to work anymore. And he's not done growing, too, I'm sure. Uh, no, if his mother's we'll in the indication. God, these shows are just I just I'm looking at Jay White against Robbie Eagles and Jay White against uh Daniel Garcia. I I just the, the ma- it's like match after match after match is it's incredible. Who how did these matches kind of come to be? I don't know how much you can reveal here, but like to put these matches together, how did it come about? Because like Leo Rush and Taiji Ishimori, I wouldn't have thought of off the top of my head, but on paper, looking at it, it's like, yeah, I want to see that. You know, how did match. some of this happen? Yeah. 
Well, I I, I think, um, you know, obviously with, with Japan being the way it is, I mean, G1 season, obviously G1 is, is always going to be, you know, some of the best wrestling you'll see all year. But um, I think with New Japan Strong and New Japan Strong finally making it to, uh, to you know, touring now. So now we're, we're touring. We're going to be in Philadelphia. We're going to be in Texas this week. Um, you know, we want to give you know, matches that are appealing to the fans and we want our fans to to come and see what New Japan Strong is all about. Obviously, they're, you know, super familiar with the main product from Japan and, you know, we don't have the Okadas, we don't have the Tanahashis with us on this tour, but, um, you know, we want to be able to highlight uh, so many so many great talents, whether they be AEW, Impact, ROH, New Japan Strong, you know, whoever it may be. So, like, why not mix it up and open that forbidden door? You know, what's funny is it wasn't that long ago that I would watch this New Japan Strong show, and uh, and all of a sudden I would see someone on NXT. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And then, you know, there was a period where everybody was just getting signed somewhere, and it was like, man, this has got to be tough because you're trying to run these shows, and then this person's getting signed here. Well, now all of a sudden, a bunch of people have been released, and so now it feels like you're going to have, you know... The, whatever the opposite of Slim Pickens is. I mean, there's a lot of talent available now that can work for New Japan Strong. Plus, people that are signed, like for AEW, we've seen show up in, in New Japan Strong. So, is life easier now, or is it now actually more difficult because so many people are looking for work? I mean, it, it, there's definitely no shortage of talent and really good talent right now. And I, thank you to the WWE for making you know some of these guys... Uh, a, a little more popular and a little more known because, you know, they come back to, you know, something like New Japan Strong or wherever and uh, and they've got a bit more of a following. So I think it's just it's all good. It's all great. I'm really happy to see people get signed, especially talent that was featured on Strong. So, uh, you know, I, I want, you know, to see Strong be, you know, kind of like that step. Uh, like what NXT was supposed to be, you know, like maybe it's the step to the main roster of New Japan. Maybe it's a step to Impact. Maybe it's a step to, you know, AEW or wherever. Um, I think that that's really important and highlighting young talent is, is what it's all about. Um, and you're going to see that on these shows coming up. You know, I was so happy when I turned on New Japan Strong a few days ago and there were fans. Oh the my gosh, fans yeah. have returned. It just made the show... It's so much more fun with fans, obviously. But I would like to ask, uh, just out of curiosity here, I mean, can you confirm that uh, Juice Robinson is alive after that uh, senton onto that table that uh, decided not to break? He's alive and kicking. He, uh, he hurt himself a little bit on that table. I was actually talking to him, and he, uh, he had to get an MRI on his knee, actually, because of that that crazy... Because of the senton? go for that senton. Yeah, he, like, hyperextended his, like, knee when he landed as well as his, you know, he knocked himself pretty hard with that. Uh, Of all of the injuries that I would have imagined coming out of that train wreck, a (laughs) knee injury was at the bottom of the list. Right. Which should tell you something, because it looked like he destroyed everything else in his body. This is true. Yeah. I, I, I'm curious to see what's going to happen. Like on Sunday night, it's going to be juice Robinson against Hikaleo in a Texas bull rope match. We'll see how that goes. (laughs) Probably no tables would be my guess. <laughs> you never know. What did you? I, I know Mike's got a question, but this is a serious question here. Okay, I watch I watch Japanese wrestling that's in Japan, and they have yeah. these tables that are unbreakable, and these guys trying to do these spots, and the tables like made of cement. But this show was in America, where where you know we have tables that are cheap and they break, but for some reason on a New Japan show in America, you had a genuine Japanese table. It appeared. 
What happened? There's nothing more important than bringing as much of the the genuine New Japan main roster stuff, like whether it be tables, rings, whatever, as we can bring to the U.S., the better. I hope you explain that to Juice when he when he's icing his whole body. Well, we needed a genuine table here, Juice. So sorry. What is? Do they not have pressed wood in Japan? I mean, no, like, we don't need that. We need good old fashioned oak. That, I was gonna say, yeah, like men. You <laughs> yeah, know, what do you need an oak table for? Wood. I mean, I've never, I've never been having dinner and the table broke, so I'm not sure what a what a reinforced table is needed for in Japan. But they have them. God, you know, I had a, a real question too, and I'm just fixated by the fact that you guys continue to let Gallows do all of the merch with your your Bass Pro Shop hat there, uh, talking <laughs> yeah, shop. Yeah. Of course, of course, always, always plugging away. Well, so speaking of knees, speaking of knees, with, with everything that's going on right now, Naito out of the G1. Boy, New Japan in Japan sometimes feels like it can't catch a break, but you know it's just it's a, it's a unique scenario going on right now. Obviously, you've you've surely watched the G One so far. Uh, Shingo and Ishii, just some of your thoughts on on some of what's taken place over the first what three days? Yeah, Shingo Ishii was standout. Um, I'm, I'm really excited to see uh, Ishii and uh, and Abushi. I haven't watched that yet, so I, I'm just super stoked for that. Zack and, and Naito, those that's like my favorite pairing right now in New Japan. Uh, it used to be Sonata and 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 uh, Zack, but now like Zack and Naito every year has like been just incredible. So and I feel like this was their best one by far. Now, I know you're not, like, the uh, the main guy in charge, even though I ask you that every time. But, I mean, in terms of, like, New Japan Strong and the and the U.S. tours, uh, how is it decided who is coming from Japan, how long they're going to be here? I mean, do they, are they, it's kind of a weird question, but are they excited to come here because of the situation in Japan? Is it fun for them to get a, you know, a little bit of time away from Japan? Or what is, what's the feeling from the people that come here, and how is that decided? You know, 100% uh, everybody who's come over in the last, you know, few months, uh, especially starting from resurgence in August, like Nagata and Tanahashi, it's been nothing but praise because they're so excited to be back in front of fans that can, you know, cheer and, and you know, and, and they they love them so much when they come over to the U.S. You know, they're, they're really our stars. So um, everybody's like super excited and glad to do it. Uh, even Tanahashi was joking about trying to come once a month, you know, to the States. Uh, obviously, with the quarantine going back is going to be difficult. And I mean, I, I guess that's really been the most difficult part is um, maybe the scheduling. Obviously, they have so many shows in Japan. G1 is kind of hard to schedule. So you're probably only going to get like junior heavyweights and people who wouldn't be in the G1. Um, but besides that, I, uh, you know, it's the two week quarantine heading back. That's been difficult because obviously you're just losing two weeks instead of just being able to go right back onto touring or uh, you know, show up for a major show or whatever it might be. So it's really scheduling is difficult. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, actually, 100%. you you worked a show in Japan not that long ago. So, I mean, how much of a hassle was it? Go. I mean, going over, you got the two week quarantine. Then you can yeah. just come back. I mean, major hassle, minor hassle. What was it? Uh, I mean, the the quarantine itself wasn't that bad. It, it was two weeks, fourteen days uh, in a hotel, but uh, you, you know, not too bad for me. Like I've got so many other projects and so many things going on, so it was actually kind of nice to be able to focus on stuff and not have to you know worry about other things. Um, but then yeah, it's just the time, right? You're there for two weeks, and then we we actually did two weeks of shows, so I was there for a month, but 
you know, usually you would pack in and in like a month, you probably do like 18, 19 shows, 20 shows maybe. And, you know, this time it was like maybe, you know, four or five shows there for a month, which is kind of just interesting. Yeah. Now, now, Different. not not to be personal here or anything, but I mean, are you paid the same when you're over there sitting in your hotel for two weeks having five matches instead of 18? Yeah, whether I, I work zero matches or if I work 10 matches, 20 matches, I'm still getting paid the same. All so right, it's all so, so not too big. Aside <laughs> from sitting no, in a no hotel for two weeks doing absolutely nothing. Right. So vaccination status, that sort of thing, it makes no difference. It's like you're quarantining one way or the other. So far, yes. You know, and, and recently, uh, you know, a lot of the, you know, most of the roster, I'd say, is vaccinated as well as the um, uh, the office as well. So, I mean, everything is moving in the right direction to, you know, get most of Japan vaccinated. Uh, so, you know, fingers crossed, maybe by January 4th that uh, there'll be some changes. Um, but, you know, obviously, uh, you know, we're just all waiting like everybody else, you know, for the borders to completely open and uh, get some talent over there. And maybe they can lighten these this 14 day quarantine, maybe make it three days or, you know, five days or something, because I think that that would be just fine, maybe with some extra testing after, you know, and obviously watching the symptoms. I mean, that, you know, if you're fully vaccinated, that should be all right, you know, uh, you can see like the UK has started to change their regulations, so hopefully Japan will be next. All right, stand by everybody back in a moment, Observer Live. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 
800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Hey, the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. We'll have more later, but it appears Dynamite did a .48 to Raw's .49. More details here in a moment, but New Japan Strong! we got Autumn Attack coming up on September 25th and September 26th. Garland, Texas, the Curtis Colwell Center. Oh, Curtis Colwell, a big wrestling fan. You can check that out this weekend. Tons of big matches. And Rocky, let's get some plugs in for that. And we've also got uh, Philadelphia coming up, which you'll be on to talk about here in a few weeks. Yeah, this weekend, get your uh, tickets at CurtisColwellCenter.com or check out NJPW1972.com uh, for tickets and uh yeah october 16th and 17th uh 2300 arena new japan strong is making its debut over two days it's going to be awesome monor suzuki's already involved will osprey is announced uh jay white and a bunch more surprises so you're not going to want to miss that then battle in the valley november 13th san jose california it's going to be live on uh i hear it's going to be live on fight tv and njpw world so it's another huge event and then we've got November 15th, New Japan Strong in Riverside, California for Detonation. And, uh, yeah, check out New Japan Strong every Saturday night, new night, on uh, NJPWWorld.com and Fight TV. That's right. And if you guys watch Rampage on Friday and you're like, my God, that Minoru Suzuki-Lance Archer match was awesome. Well, hey, if you're in Garland, Texas, two days later, Suzuki and Lance Archer will be facing Tom Lawler, our own filthy Tom, and Royce Isaac. So... Check that out on Sunday. And Rocky, I want to thank you so much for doing the show here today. And uh, as noted, we'll have you on again in a uh, few weeks to talk about the uh, show coming to Philly. So thank you again. Yep, thanks everyone for listening. We are totally out of time. Mike, as always, callers and listeners. We'll talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live. (laughs) 